Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. mercies toward us for your goodness and your mercies toward us for good just because he's good and his mercy because he gives us what we don't deserve Mercies toward us. One more time for your goodness and your mercies toward us. Come on, let's take it up. was nobody but the Lord. Those episodes where I missed the mark. Hallelujah. And God didn't throw me away. But rescued me for his goodness. Hallelujah. For his mercy. For his loving kindness. For his long suffering. Hallelujah. Glory to God for his patience with us. Hallelujah. We offer praise on today. God bless you on this morning. I don't know about you. Uh, uh, some of you all act like you're a little cold or whatever. Hallelujah. But I come to praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And maybe it's just me. God has been good to me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When I think about where I was. Hallelujah. Maybe 12 months ago. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Where my head and heart, my spirit is at right now. I have to give God the glory. 
I know that it was nobody but the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I solicit your prayers on this morning. Don't intend to be before you very long, but I got this, this thing that's going on in my mind, and I praise God for his spirit. I say I praise God for his spirit. I thank God for the Holy Ghost. We don't talk about him very much or not enough, but I thank God for the Holy Ghost that dwells on the inside. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And praise God for the people of the Lord. Hallelujah. You make my life enjoyable. At the same time, it's challenging, but it's enjoyable. Glory to God, because I get a chance to see firsthand what God is doing. I'd like to direct your attention to uh, the book of Judges. Not a place that I go very often, but the book of Judges, chapter 14. There's an old familiar friend there of which most of us know all the way back from the days of vacation Bible school and in those days and just want to glean a thought from the passage there chapter 14 verses 1 through 6 when you have it say amen I invite you to read along with me and Samson went down to Timnath and saw a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. And he came up and told his father and his mother and said, I've seen a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. Now, therefore, get her for me to wife. Then his father and his mother said unto him, is there never a woman among the daughters of thy brethren or among all my people that thou goest to take a wife of the uncircumcised Philistines? And Samson said unto his father, Get her for me, for she pleaseth me well. But his father and his mother knew not that it was of the Lord that he sought an occasion against the Philistines. For at that time, the Philistines had dominion over Israel. Then, Sam, when, then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath and came to the vineyards of Timnath. And behold, a young lion roared against him. And everybody say this with me. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And he rent him as he would have rent a kid. And he had nothing in his hand. But he told not his father or mother what he had done. The word of the Lord is blessed. I want to take for a thought from naturally you would suspect the sixth 
verse of this particular passage and would have you repeat it with me and just make it personal and just say with me, my trust, my trust is, in is in the spirit, the spirit of Almighty God. Almighty God. My, trust my trust is in the spirit yeah. of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we honor you today. Certainly thank you, Lord Jesus, for another privilege and opportunity to address your precious people. God, we pray even now, Lord Jesus, that flesh would decrease, that the Spirit of God might be exalted even as we speak. Ask, oh God, that you would not only use us as an oracle, God, but we pray that you will communicate so effectively among your people that they would be convinced. Hallelujah, glory to God, that there's something about currying the favor of Almighty God and having the Spirit of the Lord on the inside. We pray now, Lord Jesus, even as we speak, that the Holy Ghost would invade every temple in the name of Jesus. God, to empower and to equip. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So that we might know, oh, that it's not by might, that it's not by power, it's not by intellect, not by influence, but it's by your spirit. We pray, oh God, that your spirit would pervade, hallelujah, this entire auditorium. Have your way, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We pray that you are cast down. Hallelujah. Every vain imagination in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you would take control and authority in these few moments. Make Satan lay down his weapons so that we might take up a praise. In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Amen. And amen. You may be seated. I would like to use as a backdrop uh, this morning what is illustrated here that the scripture denotes that a young lion, a young lion, elder, not an old lion, not one that perhaps because of many battles had had, has had missing teeth or has gotten so old to where most of his day he is sleeping and to defend himself uh, from oncomers or attackers, he still has a loud roar and that's all that he uses to defend himself. No, not, not that kind, but a young lion who is at the peak of his strength. The Bible would suggest to us very strong. And he comes against a man who under normal circumstances ordinarily would not be able to defeat a lion, a beast such as this, but is empowered to do something extraordinary at least in my mind as a result of being connected with the almighty God 
and the scriptures bear out a notable phenomenon when you are able to take a closer look at the life of Samson. The impression that most of us get as a result of what we have learned and read and heard about some of the battles that, that, that Samson fought is that he was some, some huge specimen of a man. That he was some modern day incredible hulk or a Goliath type. Or maybe even if we're fast forwarding into the 21st century, a transformer. Somebody that looked impressive. However, if you would examine the word of God a bit more closely, you would discover that hallelujah to do especially uh, 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 special exploits for God. But you will find that throughout the scriptures that whenever Samson's life was threatened, whenever God had him on assignment and God wanted to use him to defeat the enemies of the Lord, there is this phrase in the Bible that denotes and informs us where Samson's help came from right before he would time and we are so well connected glory to God and and uh, or it might be a situation where we've just got something that nobody else has but let me tell you that if you don't have the spirit of the Holy Ghost working on the inside of you, dwelling richly on the inside of you, you don't have anything solid, worthwhile to actually rely upon. It reminds me of the lyricist who penned the words, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. It doesn't matter how you come under attack. It doesn't matter what's trying to threaten you to take you out. God has already promised that no weapon that's formed against you is going to be able to prosper. It just won't work. Uh, hallelujah. Glory to God. If the spirit of God uh, is on the inside of you, uh, hallelujah, you've got favor with God. Uh, you're already ahead in the game. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Somebody needs to know, hallelujah, that Romans 8, 31 uh, says, what shall we say in response to all these things? What shall we say when the enemy comes in like a flood? What shall we say when the fiery darts are directed our way? What shall we say in response to all these things? Our response is, if God is for us, then who can be against us? Hallelujah. You might be tested, but when you come out on the other side of the test and someone asks you, hallelujah, hallelujah, when there doesn't appear to be any way out, so that when you come out, he gets the glory. Earlier 
were in this book of Judges in chapter 7. I'm sure many of you have read back that far where we find Gideon who was tasked to be a judge in Israel and at one point in time it was necessary for him to summon an army together, a volunteer army. And when he summoned the volunteer army, Brother Bennett, hallelujah, 32,000 men showed up to be volunteer soldiers. And when the Lord saw that Gideon had 32,000 soldiers, God told Gideon, that's too many. That's too many soldiers. That's too many. That's crazy. Gideon says, what are you talking about? Do you see the Midianites? They got way more than 32,000 soldiers and you're telling me I've got too many? God told Gideon that if I let that's still too many. He says, I want you to bring them down to the stream. I'm going to do some separating. And the ones that lap water up like a dog, I want you to set them off to the side. And the ones who bow the knee and bend down uh, to get the water, I want you to send them home. I want you to send them home. Do you know how many men Gideon had left? God reduced a 32,000 soldiering uh, 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 expedition down to 300. Can you imagine what it looked like to Gideon when he saw the Midianite army covered, which covered the battlefield landscape like grasshoppers and locusts and all that he had was 300 men. But that let me know something and I want to communicate it to you that when God gives you the victory with 300 men against the how many he had to fight against the Midianites, you will know without a shadow of a doubt that it was God that gave you the victory. And sometimes when we're going through great trials and tribulations, it seems like in many cases, all the support networks that we had before, hallelujah, when you're going through, it just seemed like you can't find them anywhere. All of a sudden, none of your friends come around. All of a sudden, the relatives have something else to do and they can't be bothered with you. And sometimes you get into a situation where you feel like you're all by yourself. I don't know who I'm talking to. And yet, in spite of you feeling abandoned, in spite of you feeling left alone, and in spite of you feeling like you've been, uh, hallelujah, ostracized, all of a sudden, here comes God to the rescue. And he's saying the only, the only reason that I let that happen to you this way, and the only reason that you went through a season of being able to, 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 to still hold on but look bad in the, in the midst of it, glory to God, hallelujah, it was so that when I brought you out, 
Hallelujah. When I blessed you, glory to God, when you look bad in front of all of your enemies, hallelujah, and I stood by you, the only reason, glory to God, that you got the victory, the testimony, hallelujah, is so that when you do finally let the folk know what happened, you will say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side. I feel, I feel like a song, a, 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 a series of songs today because when I said that, it just occurred to me that the older folk, hallelujah, they had a song for everything. And one of them would go, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, tell me, where would I be? Where would I be? Hallelujah. That through all of the things that I've learned, glory to God, I've learned how to trust in Almighty God. And I'm learning every day, I don't know about you, but I am learning how to depend on God. I'm learning how to lean on God. Hallelujah. And sometimes I've learned that I have to stretch out on God. I, I think Vicki Winers put it this way, that when trouble comes, storms begin to rise. I've learned how to hold on and stretch out, to keep on fasting, keep on praying, hold on and learn to stretch out. When Satan gets on my track and he tries to turn me back, I won't worry, I won't fret what I'll just do is stretch out. I can't go through all the lyrics, but one that captures my attention is that the race is not given to the swift, neither is it given to the strong, but to him that endureth to the end because he's learned how to depend on Almighty God. And I'm so glad that we serve a faithful God. I'm glad that I serve a God that I can depend on, especially when I get in trouble. And some of the trouble I've learned over the years that I've gotten into, it was not necessarily God directed. I just got into trouble. And I'm sure that I'm not by myself, that there are others that have gotten into trouble. But what I love about God is if you really belong to him, even when you are responsible for the trouble that you're in, he won't vacate his responsibility back to you. Even when you make a mistake, he doesn't throw us away. As a matter of fact, let me say this, that if you're a real child of God, it's hard. I say it's hard for God to turn his back on you. Hallelujah. Why can I say that? Because God has invested too much into you. Hallelujah. To, to, to abandon what he has already started. He sent his son to Calvary, to die for my sins. 
Hallelujah. His only begotten son, he sacrificed him so that I might have a place. And I'm not suggesting, hallelujah, glory to God, that, that, uh, uh, that you can't backslide. I'm just saying that if you really love God, the God that I know, hallelujah, glory to God, won't turn his back on you. He'll make it hard for you to backslide. You'll want to go back and you'll think, hallelujah, what would I do without God? You'll want to go back. And and, and I'm reminded of what, what David said in the 27th book of, of Psalm, the 5th, in the 6th chapter, he says, For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his, in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle, shall he hide me. He shall set me up on a rock. Hallelujah. He'll hide me, then he'll set me up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. After I'm going through, he'll set me up. Glory to God. Now my head will be lifted above my enemies round about me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of praise. Glory to God. In the tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises unto my God. And in this passage, even though Israel had been in trouble and oppressed by the Philistines, God had been preparing them a deliverer. And they couldn't understand, maybe even Samson couldn't understand, why he had fallen in love with a Philistine woman. But sometimes God is strategic and sometimes the only way that he can get into a situation to deliver people out, he has to put one of his people in. And sometimes we don't want to go into the enemy's camp. Hallelujah. Because we don't feel like we're equipped to go into the enemy's camp. Hallelujah. But there's something about the spirit of God that, 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 that resides on the inside of you. He, is, he empowers you and enables you to go into the enemy's camp and take back what God, what, that the enemy has stolen. And so they didn't realize that God was preparing a deliverer. And you need to know that whatever it is that you're going through, glory to God, that God is not going to, to leave you in it, uh, hallelujah, forever. You're not going to stay in it perpetually. That at some point, God is going to come in and rescue you out of what you're in. Uh, glory to God. But he allows us, uh, hallelujah, to go through this process. He doesn't allow trouble to come into your life to kill you or to discourage you to the point that you would leave him even though for the most part in many cases God is not responsible at all for what you're going through. But he does see what you're going through and uses it uh, in order to endear himself much more to us. And he wants us to know that he's always there to bring us out and you can depend on God 
When you can't depend on anybody else, you can depend on God. When you can't depend on you, you can depend on God. 1 Peter 5.10 says, after ye have suffered a little while, that the Lord said, I'll make you perfect. I'll establish you. I'll strengthen you. And I'll settle you. In our text, God has chosen Samson to be his deliverer. He has placed a special anointing on him and given him a Nazarite vow and told his parents and himself that there shall never be a razor that would come to his head. And whenever Samson got into trouble, whenever there was a threatening situation around him, all God wanted to see was long hair. Where did he get that from? The long hair suggested to God that no matter whatever other stuff that Samson was getting into, at least his vow was not broken. That there would continue to be relationship between Samson and God. And whenever God saw Samson under attack by the enemy, there would come an overpowering anointing of the presence of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, the Holy Spirit upon him. Whatever danger was threatening him, God gave him power to overcome it. Power. To work through it. Power to defeat it. Power to endure it. And that's what God is doing for many of you right now. He is giving you power to defeat it. Power to outlast it. Power to endure it. Because Samson's trust was not in his hell. His real trust was in the spirit of Almighty God. And I just wanted to let somebody know today, this morning, that whatever the trouble that you are facing, whatever the situation that's worrying you, you can put your total trust in God. God will see you through. And I don't know about you, hallelujah, I realize that some today, glory to God, you come this morning, you're not sure exactly what you should be feeling, how you should be responding, but I just believe, uh, hallelujah, that there's a praise in this house, hallelujah, and what God wants, uh, he wants to get uh, the glory out of your life. He's already, he's already decided uh, on how he's going to bring you out. And you need to be confident uh, that he uh, that has begun a good work in you is going to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So all he's asking you to do uh, is give him the victory now. Give him the glory now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I sense victory in the atmosphere. I sense a praise. Glory to God in this house. The glory of the Lord. And all you have to do is remember, 
Hallelujah. It's important to be able to remember. One songwriter sang, through many dangerous toys and snares, I've already come. And we can be confident. We can put our trust. We can put our hope. Hallelujah. We can drive a stake in the ground. Hallelujah. And say, I'm right here. And I'm not going anywhere. Hallelujah. I'm going with Jesus all the way. And you have the ability to do what Samson has done. Hallelujah. Don't worry about the hair. Some of us don't have any. But all of us have this commitment, this covenant with Jesus Christ. And the way I know that you have covenant with Jesus Christ is because the spirit of almighty God is down on the inside. If his spirit is in you, you have covenant with him. And you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry because all things are working for our good. Give God the glory. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We're standing all over the building. I want to pray. Glory to God. God doesn't have to have everything perfect in order to bless you. As a matter of fact, he'll wait until it seems to be almost impossible. And then he'll come through. While things might be impossible with man, all things are possible with God. Somebody needs to know that God will never leave you. He will not forsake you. Hallelujah. If you're his, he is going to stand by you. You might not look or feel the best right now. Don't worry about it. My Bible says that those things that are seen are temporary. Those things that are not seen are eternal. And sometimes you can't see God at work. But we serve an eternal God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He knows your beginning and your ending. He knows where he wants to take you. You have to trust and rely on the spirit of almighty God. Would you bow your heads with me? I don't know about you, but I'm just, I've got joy. I'm happy to be with Jesus. With bowed heads, precious Father, we honor you and we thank you. God, for this time, we certainly thank you for your word that has come, God, to strengthen and establish and equip your people. God, this confidence that we have in you, 
suggest the Lord that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, to those who are called according to your purpose. And the only reason that you let us go through is so that you can bring us out because you desire glory. God, teach us. Teach us to be quick to give your name the glory, to give you the praise. Let us not be ashamed, unabashed, hallelujah, in our praise, in our bragging on you. It is the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in our eyes. Draw us closer to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Draw us closer. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you, Lord, for the things that you have blessed us with, but we pray that we never become dependent on the things that our dependency in the name of Jesus. Pray, oh God, that you'd make our lives a strong witness for you. And we'll be careful always to give your name the glory. We'll give you honor. We'll give you you believe that God has directed you here. You feel pretty confident, hallelujah, that we'll do you well, and I promise you we will. Praise the Lord. I'm going to ask you, if you made up your mind, you would come. Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit.